If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. And let's crack on with it. Much love, guys. Now, today's first story comes from the bride, not the wife, who says, am I the asshole for not going to my parents' wedding before they get divorced again? My friends told me to make a Reddit account just for this because this is so weird and no one knows if I'm in the right. So my 26 female parents, both 50, got married when I was five and I was the flower girl. Around when I was 10, they got divorced, which no one saw coming because they never fought. I feel like I have to mention my parents are both very wealthy and kept finances separate, so it was an easy divorce and obviously they could pay for it. When I was about 17-ish, they decided to get back together. Me being 17 was overjoyed and was a bridesmaid at their second wedding. I really hope you see where this is going, but they ended up separating again. They didn't tell anyone and didn't get a divorce, but we all knew they were separated and three years later they wanted to renew their vows, in which I was asked to buy a nice dress for the occasion. Surprise, they got divorced again, and only after three months after their renewal. After that, I sort of just lived my own life because I wasn't exactly thrilled at whatever they were doing and honestly really over it. So a few days ago, I got an invite in the mail to my parents' third slash fourth wedding after six years and so i called my mum about it she was super excited and told me i was old enough to be a maid of honor and that she wants me to buy a 1500 dress that's a solid no from me i told her i'd be her maid of honor but i'm either going to wear the original bridesmaid's dress which is a cream color or the other nice one i got which is brown because i'm not buying a 1500 dress She freaked out and told me that that doesn't match the color scheme, pink and green, and that she knows I can afford it. Which is true. I got an inheritance from my grandfather's passing. However, when my fiancé and I moved in together, he's made clear he didn't want me to be paying for most things and he wants to do it 50-50. So we got a small apartment that he could afford to pay a share of and all of my extra money is in savings slash college fund because we want a large family of five to seven kids and they are, well expensive so i reminded my mum of that and told her that i would also like to use my money on other things that won't be worn and i have to buy a new one every three to six years my mum called me a spoiled brat and that i'm wasting my privilege i have no words and, and that i'm telling her i won't be a part of my own parents wedding i told her that i was going to be willing to show up to the wedding and not be the maid of honor but at this point i'm not showing up at all and told her to call me when they get their next divorce I hung up and got a slew of nasty emails from my family throughout the day. My friends are divided on if I made the right call with the premise that they are my parents. Am I the asshole? Now, instantly, this is a not the asshole to me at all. You know, even if you just didn't want to go to the wedding at all, it's a not the asshole. But for her asking you to spend that amount of money on a dress when they 
been divorced and got married this many times seems insane to me. But what I really want to know is why? What is going on? And I'm really hoping we're going to find out maybe some information, maybe in the comments or the update on this one. But Sentient Hash Brown says, not the arsehole. If they're both well off, why can't they just buy the dress for you? It's their nth wedding and she wants you as the maid of honor. So it makes sense for her to just get the dress for you. Nitro says not the arsehole 100%. What the fuck? Who marries and divorces the same person multiple times? You are completely in the right not wanting to spend that much money for a one occasion dress when they most likely will divorce again and you're gonna need the money with so many kids planned. Opie responds saying I'm starting to think it's because no one else wants to get with them. Jellyfish says not the arsehole I'm sorry but once it's the third or fourth time to the same person it's no longer a special event or moment that's just a massive display of stupidity. It's totally reasonable that if they're going to do this every five years or so to say that either they really should not be together or that they really want the attention. Though to me, this situation reads as two people who are not compatible but can't stand not having someone to give them attention. If she lets you go, I recommend a book on divorce as a wedding gift. I think they need it. Talenda says, sounds like your mother doesn't want a marriage. She just wants the weddings. You sound exhausted by all this divorce and remarriage and I can't blame you one bit. My sister was the girl who cried wedding. By the time the fourth wedding announcement came, I was happy for her, but I was just so over it. Not the asshole. Opie responded and says, yeah, I am happy for them. It's really, really weird and I've never seen them fight or be dysfunctional besides the multiple weddings, so it's hard for me to not want them together if you take all of this wedding BS aside. And one more comment from Obvious Scorpio who says, you're better off gambling $1,500 away at Vegas. There's better odds of you winning money than your parents staying together for more than a few months. She can't tell you how to spend your money or in this case, waste your money. Who are they even kidding? They're wasting everyone's time with this wedding. They should leave everyone out of their sorry relationship and just go to the courthouse. Not the arsehole, these boundaries are healthy. So then OP updates the post and says, Hi guys, first of all, thank you for all the attention and some of your comments were absolutely hilarious. My fiance and I had a field day going through all of them. A lot of people suggested just making my mum pay for the dress, but I was debating the suggestion of just being a guest, though a lot of you agreed with me to just not show up. I ended up calling my mum and was going to make a decision with however it went. She started off the conversation that she didn't need me to be a part of the wedding party because her and my dad were having trouble having the best people, aka no one will do it again, lol. So they were going to scratch that part of the wedding and it was all about them anyway. So I told them I was coming as a guest and after I made plans with my cousin to give me a lift so I wasn't spending a single cent on going to their wedding. Now my fiance and I go over to their house for dinner once a month so we went over there Saturday. As I mentioned before in a comment or two, my fiance grew up financially insecure and so I struggled with convincing him to do something nice for himself once in a while. I did, however, just convince him to spend part of our savings to do a really nice honeymoon in Greece since we are doing a small wedding. It took some pulling of teeth, but he now won't stop getting travel books and researching and it makes me so happy to see him excited about this. It was a fairly pleasant dinner until my own wedding planning came up. I told him that we were pretty much set with the wedding, but we are having out details on Greece. My mum got visibly upset and excused herself and my dad followed. 
I was pretty confused, but they came back and my dad calmly explained that my mum feels very hurt that I'd be willing to spend thousands of dollars on my honeymoon, but wouldn't shell out money for their wedding. I was pretty dumbfounded and said, well, we are willing to have an expense on the honeymoon because we are only getting married once. So yeah, I got kicked out of the house and uninvited from the wedding. Not super torn up about it, and this is now my fiance's favorite story to tell. Happy holidays, y'all. <laughs> and there was one comment that asked him for information that said, are the parents still invited to the wedding? And OP said, that's currently what's up in the air. I'm leaning towards no, because I know they're going to do something to ruin it. Fiance is on the side of, it's going to be perfect no matter what happens. He just really wants to call me his wife, lol. So he thinks it will bring quality entertainment. You know, I would think that most parents would be happy that their child is planning their wedding, they got a honeymoon booked, and they're going to have a great time. Not get angry that she's spending money on her honeymoon and, and not their fourth wedding. I really liked OP's comment at the end there, but I hope it doesn't hit her too hard at the same time. You know, it's very easy for me to sit here and say, you know, don't invite them to your wedding because it's only going to cause drama for you. And which I really do think is the, the best the best plan of action going forward here, especially with the attitude that we've seen. But I know it's not always that easy when you're dealing with the inner battles yourself. But one of the comments below this said that they got an aunt that's almost as batshit crazy as these two. So Lucy Ken says, I have an aunt almost as batshit as these two. Try to follow along. Breeder married A. Breeder divorced A and married B. Breeder divorced B and remarried A. Rita divorced A again and married C. Rita divorced C and remarried B. B dies from an aneurysm. Rita remarried A. A dies from a heart attack, I think. Rita remarried C. C dies. He was a sickly man all his life. I think it was cancer that got him in the end. Rita doesn't remarry. She married A when she was 21. Last marriage to C, she was late 50s, early 60s. Oh my word. And I was just exhausted reading that. Who's got time for all this? I know marriage is just one day and it's, but it's the planning as well, the finances to do with it, dealing with the emotions of it all. Holy moly. Anyway, what do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's move on to another story. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. JD Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. And our next story comes from Virtual Ride 3722 and says, Am I the asshole for reporting my best friend to HR? Because she got a co-worker fired for harassment. 
I think I, 26, just lost my best friend, 27 female, of five years over this. So me and my best friend Amy, fake name, have known each other since our college days. I loved her like my sister. She's a huge part in my life. After graduation, we got jobs in the same company. I was ecstatic as I really liked the idea of us being together even after college. So here is the incident. One of our co-workers, 27 male, Steve, likes Amy. He asked her out on a date. He was planning on quitting the company after two months as he got a better job opportunity abroad. Amy is currently single and is looking for a relationship. The thing is that Amy started hating Steve as he got the job abroad, to which she had also applied. When Steve asked her out, Amy declined it in a friendly way and told him to not bring that up later. It was going all good until one of my other co-workers told me that Steve had been fired from our company and his job abroad is also at stake as somebody reported him at work for harassment. I was shocked and confused. He was a good guy, like genuinely he was a good guy. Even Amy talked good about him. Later that evening, Amy told me that it was her who reported him to HR for harassment. I asked her what happened. Apparently, he told her that he still likes her. I asked her if he had misbehaved with her. She fucking laughed at my face when I was concerned about her. She then proceeded to tell me that she just didn't like the guy. She hated that he got the job. So when Steve talked to her, she saw it as a chance to lose his new job as she was the next in line to get that job. She then told me that she felt sorry for him as she thought that Steve would only lose his new job, not the one he has in our company. I got furious and shouted at her that I will inform the company and went home. I don't know what to do. If I report her to HR, then Amy's career will be over, but at the same time, I want to help Steve. I just can't look at Amy the same way. Amy's family has been texting and calling me the arsehole. They are furious at me and I said I'll report it to the HR. I'm feeling betrayed by her. I don't know what made her do this. Am I the arsehole for wanting to report against Amy? Edits, I went to work today and learned that he was not fired but he was suspended until the HR investigation is done and they are withdrawing the recommendation the company made for his new job until the investigation is done which will result in him losing the new job. I'm going to talk to Amy and apologize to her and apologize to her so I can hear the entire story about what she told to HR. And we do have an update to this post as well but I think it goes without saying, you know, this absolutely should be reported. It's, abs- it's vile behavior that's going to ruin someone's life. It's not just his jobs as well, is it? Because, you know, information does get around and this is going to follow him everywhere he goes. And she done this all for a job opportunity. There's no way you could look at someone and trust someone who's willing to go to this length to try and get a job. How could you trust someone like that? You just can't. But snarkism says, not the arsehole, this is foul, vicious, cruel, and hateful behavior. I have a few choice terms for people like this, but all of them will get me banned from this sub, so I will just say that you absolutely need to report this to HR. And if Amy texts you, screenshot that shit and take it to HR as proof. This is the lowest of the low, and she needs to be punished for this. Toast says, not the arsehole, but you would be if you didn't report this. Your friend, and I use the term very lightly, used a false SH report to cost this man his job and livelihood just because she was jealous he got a job opportunity she wanted. Not only could this ruin his career, but his life as well. Distance yourself from this person ASAP and report her immediately. 
Beginning Iron says, not the asshole, report her now. Imagine if Steve was a friend or family member of yours. False allegations ruin lives. And I agree with other comments. You need to report her at least to cover yourself. She will not hesitate to make up a story that costs you your job. And I'm guessing she knows enough of your secrets to make sure it's believable. Again, not the asshole, and you're better off without this friend. Jendi says, not the asshole, I'd be questioning your friend's character. She's willing to throw this person's life under the bus just for her own sake. What's to say she won't do it again? How many more innocent people is she willing to sacrifice? Also send the note to HR now before she has the chance to go to them about you first. She already has shown that she is willing to lie to HR to save herself. And one more comment from Exciting Tabletop who says, not the asshole. You need to write down what she said, where she said it, etc. Who, what, where, and when. If there's any screenshots, save them. If she's dumb enough to confess to one person, she'll tell others. It will leak and you can either be the one coming clean or getting fired slash sued for helping cover it up. Plus, I guarantee if she thinks you're going to HR, she'll want to find something to pin on you. Whoever reports first tends to look the most honest. Do the right and smart thing. Write it all up, give it to HR and Steve. So then OP came in to update the post, which says update. A lot of this happened after this post. I read all the comments and thank you for all your opinions. I decided to do what I felt was essential. I gathered screenshots of the messages Amy and her family had sent me over the past days. Those screenshots were more than enough proof of Amy's intentions. I messaged Steve and asked him what exactly was the situation between him and Amy. He was hesitant to talk to me because he knew Amy and I were close. After talking to Steve, we both realized how fucked up things Amy did and apparently Amy was fucking bad-mouthing me around the office, her best friend. So Steve told me that Amy was the one who initiated the conversation about his interest towards her the second time. She asked him if he had an interest in her and he agreed. I guess she was scheming it already. I don't know why she would go as far as this. Then she told the HR that Steve harassed her to sleep with him. Amy provided screenshots of the message Steve had sent her when he first asked her out as evidence to HR. Now coming to my problem. I don't think Amy was really my friend. I was just something she wanted as a support system, nothing more. Amy told me that the job to which she and Steve had applied to was only for our company selected candidates, but no, it was not. It was an open position which she knew about from Steve, fucking Steve. She never told me about all these things. She purposely hid these things from me. I didn't confront her because I'm crushed now. I'll definitely confront her though. I'll update about that if I get the chance. The HR gives Steve his recommendation letter back and assured that his new job will not be affected. Amy is suspended for false accusations and for harassing and threatening me via text. Steve is still suspended as the HR discovered that he asked his coworker out. Well, Steve was gonna quit the company this week. He'll be joining his new company next month. Good for him and I guess I just got a new friend. But now I'm going to turn it to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's move on to another story. And this next story comes from a throwaway account who says, am I the asshole for selling my father's house even though his widow lives there? My 33 female father died recently. He'd been married to his widow, Penny, for about seven years before. I was not close with my father. We spoke regularly and enjoyed each other's company, but I can't say either of us knew each other well. For many years before his death, 
When he died, I was surprised to learn that he had left his entire estate to me. He put everything in the trust a year before his death and, and I am the sole beneficiary. Besides a small sum that he left a penny, the lawyer said he was advised to not leave her nothing in case she tried to contest it. Everything, including his house, is now mine. My father's lawyers and mine have advised that the will is structured in such that it would be near impossible and very expensive to challenge. I don't want my father's money. I don't need it and given our relationship, I don't feel right using it. However, he obviously wanted me to have it. So I intend to transfer everything over to my daughter, make her the beneficiary of the trust and she will have that in addition to her own trust fund once she is of age. However, I do not want to keep my father's house. I do not live in the same country as my father and I do not want to deal with the admin of his possessions. I want the legal business done and to close the book on a very painful chapter and grieve quietly. The trouble is, Penny lives in the house. Penny does not work and was financially dependent on my father. So while the lawyers say she could fight to stay living in the house, she likely cannot afford the legal counsel. Also because of her lack of income, she would never be able to maintain the house, which is quite large. So I would then have to keep up the house and grounds while she lived there, which I am not willing to do. Both because of the cost and because of the continued involvement with my father's life, which I do not want. I have notified her via the lawyers of the intention to sell the house, which has led to vicious, vitriolic messages from her kids calling me evil and heartless. I understand this is inconvenient for them, but I'm not responsible for what my father decided to do, nor am I responsible for the people or the mess he left behind. I'm not doing this to get one over on Penny. I'm just trying to be done with a traumatic part of my life. Am I the asshole? And we're going to start off with a shot Artichoke who says, your dad did a terrible thing by not making provisions to provide for his widow upon his death. He intentionally left her with no means of support and no money, other than the small amount to make it harder to contest the will. I would talk to Penny, find out what she's thinking, what happened, if she can shed any light on why your dad did what he did. And then since it sounds like she is a decent person and you don't need or want the money from the sale of the house, see if she would be amendable to receiving part of the proceeds so that she can buy or rent a place for herself. That way, she is not left out in the cold. Ethically and morally, I think this is the right thing to do. As for the bad messages from her kids, think of it from their perspective. Their mum just lost her husband, the husband disinherited her, and she is about to lose her home. In their situation, I'd be pretty disgusted with your family. It is understandable that they would lash out. Maybe not right, but understandable. You have the power to make this situation okay though. Be a better man than your dad. A throwaway account says, sorry for your loss. You said this might be your father's way of punishing Penny for a small offense. Is it possible this is his way of punishing you too at the same time? He certainly created an uncomfortable situation for both of you. In any case, you are not the asshole. You have no interest in maintaining the house and Penny would be financially unable to maintain it even if you gifted it to her. So selling it is clearly the best approach. That said, you aren't obligated to follow your father's wishes. You could be more generous towards Penny than he was if you choose to be. I don't think vicious messages from her children would inspire me to feel generous, but perhaps you are kinder than I am. Striking Firefly says, because of the cost for upkeep that you can't afford, I'm going with no one's an asshole here, except your father, because I find it unconscionable that all he left to his widow was a small son, and even that only to avoid her contesting it. Why on earth was he married to someone he cared so little about? 
Opie responded and said, my father was a peculiar man. It's quite possible Penny did something small to irritate him one day, and this is how he took his revenge. And there was some comments about Opie possibly selling the house to that side of the family or give him the option to buy. And for me personally, and I got to come at it from my point of view, I wouldn't blame OP for whatever choice they made. They've clearly got some trauma with their father and they just want done with it. But again, from my point of view, I think I would have to talk to Penny and find out what was going on, why this happened. Because obviously we haven't got all the information about this at all, but I don't think I'd be able to sit there and watch someone who didn't get on with then punish another human, their wife, what it sounds like could have been a potentially minor little argument or something like that and he wanted to get his revenge. It sounds like he was that type of person. So I definitely want some more info and potentially be able to help Penny in some form. But, you know, as I said, I, I couldn't blame OP for whatever path they went down on this. But what do you guys make of this situation? What would you do if you was in OP's shoes? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let me know your thoughts on all of today's stories and just a huge thank you for being here and spending your time with me and the channel and, you know, and everyone is <laughs> just incredible. Thank you so, so much. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.